Whoa! Oh, welcome to the Friday. I got the music actually playing through my headphones. Welcome to the Friday edition of the Right Wing Vegan Podcast. I am Scott, and we are live from the estate, palatial estates. I don't even know. Whatever. We're we're live from the compound, folks, and we're hunkered down, man. We're hunkered down because the world's a crazy place full of crazy people. We are three days into the Biden era, the Biden era of the United States of America. And it's not great. It's not a great time. A lot of things are happening, a lot of stupid things. Biden is passing a lot of stupid, stupid executive orders already. He's been in the office for three freaking days. He's had the keys to the building and he's already just just making a wreck, making a mess of things. Uh, We'll discuss some of that today. Uh, something really funny just happened on the Senate floor where Chuck Schumer um, claimed, this is a direct quote, that the senators will have to decide if Donald John Trump incited the erection. Did Donald John Trump incite the erection? That's what people want to know. We know there's there was an erection and we want to know where it came from. Who did it? Funny misuse of words there. I believe Mr. Schumer meant insurrection, but maybe he had something else on his mind. I don't know. Maybe when he thinks of Trump, certain certain things happen to the man. I don't know. Look, I'm not saying anything. All I'm saying is, the man said erection. That's what I'm saying. So anyways, welcome to the Right Wing Vegan. Look, if you like the show, please like, subscribe, comment, share, do all of the things for us. We really appreciate your support. We really appreciate you listening. Even if you don't like the show or me or anything, we still thank you for listening. We appreciate it. You've made it almost two and a half minutes and I've pretty much rambled nonsense the whole time. So congratulations on that. But let's talk about what's going on. So Biden's been in the office for three days. And already, just a slew of, of executive orders. I think on day one, Biden cost the American people at least 11,000 jobs. I'd heard that. And even some Canadians' jobs. When he stopped the construction of the Keystone Pipeline um, uh, for global warming, I guess. That's that's the, the reason he's saying is global warming. We got to fear the, the warming um, we knew that they, that the left used this boogeyman throughout the campaign. We knew that Biden would use this boogeyman to back up some of his crazier policies. The left fears global warming. Some think it is a unnatural and unwarranted fear. I would be one of those people. I think it's going to, you know, the, the warming is happening regardless. I don't know how much humans are contributing to it. We might be, but I don't know how much. I don't know to what level. I also don't know what benefit it is for the United States of America to change industries, to regulate things, to to really put a damper on an economy that has already been beaten to death and is bleeding out on the floor. Um, when in reality, you still have India and China who are, you know, completely just just running amok with carbon emissions and don't care and they're not going to make any changes. And it doesn't matter what the 
the the United Nations says to him because nobody takes the United Nations seriously. No one, literally no one outside of Joe Biden, apparently in his administration, no one else takes the United Nations seriously. And why, why should they, why should they, um, you shouldn't, that's the answer. So that was a great choice, Biden. You know, you, 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 you've been in office for less than 24 hours at that point. And you've already eliminated American jobs, which, hey, you know what? In all fairness, we told you what happened. Okay, so those of us who did not support Joe Biden, we told you this was going to happen. And if you decided that Joe Biden was the better candidate because you felt that America needed to return to a sense of what normalcy or or calm or decency, you are an insane, crazy person. Go get help. Because, look, Joe Biden is doing now what we told you he was going to do. He's he's canceled jobs. He's going to end fracking. His his press secretary said so. The the, the very much of a downgrade from Kaylee uh, McEnany. Very much of a downgrade. She said that basically, yeah, the, 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 the campaign, the, the administration is going to move forward on some of these bans for fracking. So, hey, Pennsylvania, thanks for your vote. Glad Biden stole, sorry, won the election in Pennsylvania. Good for you guys. Hope you don't like jobs or anything. And when pressed about it, everyone in the Biden administration just says, oh, well, these people can get new jobs. They can just go learn to code. Remember when that was the thing? Learn to code. They can just go get new jobs working in green uh, capacities. Yeah, okay, sure. Sure. The skill sets just don't translate like that. I don't understand why Pete Buttigieg and uh, some of the other people in the Biden administration can't understand that if I have a skill set in one area, that doesn't mean that that skill set can just transfer over to some other area. If I know how to code, it doesn't mean that I can be a project manager. If I'm a project manager, it doesn't mean that I know how to code. They are two different skill sets. One requires you working with people and, and timelines and numbers and dates and finagling and negotiating. The other requires you to put headphones on and, and type out algorithms and work with math and make connections and problems. They're just two different skill sets. And the same thing goes here. If I work in fracking, that doesn't mean that I can work with solar panels. It's just, they're, they're two different things. And for some reason, Pete Buttigieg, who I'm told is a really smart guy, can't put that together. And neither can Joe Biden, who I'm told is not a very smart guy. So that, that makes sense. But it just seems like no one in these administrations can put any of these things together. The Democratic Party pretends to be the party for union workers. But we know this isn't true. And on day one of his new administration, on day one, day effing one in, his, in office, Biden proves that he doesn't give a rip about union workers by taking away their freaking jobs and using global warming as the blanket to cover himself up while he does it. It's disgusting. And if it's not global warming, it's COVID, right? Mask mandate. We get a mask mandate from Biden day one. You know, we get this, this the COVID panel out here. We get him stealing Trump's vaccination plan just changing the words of it and then ripping it off saying it's his. I'm going to give out X amount of, what was it, 100 million vaccines in 100 days? Well, Trump was already doing a million vaccines every day. So guess what? In 100 days, how many does that equal? 100. They just stole the policy and changed the name. And the media, of course, is completely fawning over Joe Biden. It's to a level where it's disgusting. If you could watch CNN before when they were absolutely ripping into Trump, 
over made up things. How can you watch it now where they're just drooling and crying constantly on the air over Joe Biden? And if anybody's going to elicit such an emotional response, how could it be the most establishment boring politician? How could it be Joe Biden? But these people are just fawning over him. They're asking him dumb questions. One reporter asked his press secretary if he was going to change the color scheme on Air Force One. Who cares? Why is that important? Hey, you know how many people died the last two days in Joe Biden's America because of COVID-19? I think more than ever. I think we had the highest level of deaths one of those days. So thanks, Joe Biden. Joe Biden's doing it now. It's his fault. He should have a handle on this virus. All he's talked about for the last several months is how he has a plan on how to handle the virus. And more people are dying now than when Trump was president. So you tell me that. You tell me that. Joe Biden takes all of Trump's pro-life policies that were passed. And the rumor is, and we'll see, he might have already done it. And I just don't know. The rumor is he's going to just wipe it all out and then pass pro-abortion policy. What the hell does that mean? That's what he's going to do. So if you were uh, a Christian person now you have to sit there and 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 think to yourself how you because you wanted a return to decency uh voted in this this person who is advocating for the murder of children and is now going to push policy that that makes it a lot easier to murder children so you live with that and i'm sorry if that's harsh but but look elections have consequences right that's what we're told so you get to live with that you made that decision. You pulled the lever for this person who is making it easier to murder babies. So maybe next time when people tell you things, you listen. You don't just watch CNN and go, well, I need a return to decency. Is decency murdering children? Is that decent? How about allowing men to use the restroom with little girls? Is that decent? Because Joe Biden has passed pro-transgender legislation. Transgender legislation which allows men to compete in women's sports. So goodbye, women's sports. Hope you had a good run while you were at it. And allows young men who want to pretend to be women to use the restroom with little girls. I'm sorry, it's the facts. Everybody's like, oh, that's transphobic. Okay, so reality is transphobic? So, so real life is transphobic, so we're just supposed to pretend like we don't live in reality? Like people won't take advantage of this? I'm sorry, they will. Are you stupid? You're stupid if you if you don't think that they will. They will. Okay? They will. And if you don't think men will, will, will pretend to be girls so that they can compete in women's sports and have a competitive advantage, you're also an idiot. Don't be stupid. Be honest with yourself. You know how people are. You live in the same world that I do. People will absolutely do that. And I'm sorry if you think that women can compete with men. I'm sorry. You're, you're again, live in reality, okay? Men are biologically different than women. Men are hunters. We're hunter-gatherers. Women are nurturers. That's just biology. That's psychology. That's science. Okay? A man can deadlift more than a woman. It's just facts. I'm sorry. Unless the woman's juicing, it's just facts. Okay? So if you put a man in women's sports, he's going to outperform the women. That's why women's sports exist, period. That's why we had to separate them. And Sarah Fuller's out there kicking field goals, almost missing them, and, and, and kicking awful kicks, punts, kickoffs. I think it was a kickoff, right, that she squibbed? I can't even remember, but it was terrible. And we're supposed to celebrate that, but it was awful.
So again, I I just don't understand some of these laws. You got to pander to people. I get that. So Biden's trying to pander to the transgender folks, but there's so few of them. Why would you pander to it? And we we just have a very different idea of what pro-transgender law is, okay? Because I don't think pro-transgender law is allowing little boys to use the bathroom with little girls or to share locker rooms with girls. And I hear people go, well, there's stalls. There aren't stalls in locker rooms, you dipshit. Clearly, you've never played sports. Most locker rooms do not have stalls. A pro-transgender law would be creating a committee or a commission to look at the suicide rate amongst transgender teens. That would be something that could be positive, right? We need to look at this and learn about this and understand this, okay? How about we, why is the, why is it that Democrats, and I'm going to say Democrats because it is true, it is mostly them. Why is it that they are so adverse to protecting children? Why do they hate the family unit so much? They don't like the nuclear family. A lot of their laws go against the nuclear family. These welfare laws where you get more money if you have children and you're not married, so they encourage people to get divorced, that is not pro-nuclear family. Why do they hate the nuclear family so much? I understand why they want all these illegal legal immigrants to be made into uh, legal immigrants, and that's because they want the votes. See, I can see the benefit there. If they allow 11 million people to all of a sudden just become United States citizens who can vote, well, that's going to ensure that they never lose an election again. So I can see why they want to do it. I think it's absolute. I think it's awful. I think it destroys the American workers, takes away 11 million jobs from American workers. So once again, pro-union Joe Biden. But I also understand why they want to do it from a strategic point of view. It gets them 11 million votes. But pandering to transgenders, I guess they think it gets them the woman vote. But how does it get you the woman vote when you are basically wiping women off of the planet? You're erasing all of these things that we created for women to create equality. Women can't compete with men in sports from an athletic perspective. I'm sorry. Again, if you think that's sexist, I don't care. It's facts. It's reality. So fine, reality is sexist, whoopee-doo. They can't. So you have to create separate sports for women to compete in, which is fine. You do that, and now there's equality because men have sports, women have sports, everyone can play sports. That's equality. But you wipe that out by allowing transgenders to compete in women's sports because now men are competing in women's sports. So if you just create a separate, fine, create a separate sports league for the transgenders and the 1% of the population that is transgender can watch. I don't care. Do that. That's equality. We, We have this fundamental misunderstanding in this country of what equal means, okay? Because biology prevents us from being... 100% equal. Our our specific characteristics that make me a different person from you prevents us from being equals, okay? I can't be as equally strong as you if I don't have certain biological advantages that you have. Biologically, you might be geared to be a stronger person than me. That's just fact, okay? But biologically, I might be geared to be a smarter person than you. That's just fact. There are genes, there are traits, there are things that make us the way that we are, and I'm never going to be equal to you in that capacity. And that is fine because that is natural. We can't fight that. 
we can do things to even the playing field, I guess, like allow for performance enhancing drugs, but there's never going to be that 100% equality because it's impossible. Okay, but equality is allowing allowing opportunity for both. I have the opportunity to perform in sports and you do, too. I have the opportunity to succeed and you do, too. If you are more athletic than me, you're probably going to succeed a little better in sports. If I am smarter than you, I'm probably going to succeed a little better in like business or math or those types of things. We all have equal opportunity to succeed. But some of these, you know, but but. Identity politics hopes to steal that equality away from people. People don't see that. They think it means gaining equality. But there is no difference between, seriously, this is going to be a controversial statement. I don't care. I say controversial statements on this show. If you don't like it, suck it. The, it, it is There is equality between African-Americans and Caucasian folks because the only thing that separates an African-American and a Caucasian who are in a room just base, just baseline, okay, they had the same upbringing, the same whatever, is the color of their skin. It is the only thing that makes them physically, well, there might be other things that we don't know, but it's the only thing right from the get that makes them different, okay? We, we, we do this thing with identity when instead we should be doing it with class. There are certain advantages that certain classes have over the others. And if you want to level the playing field there, if you want to create some equality for lower class individuals, I am more than happy to have those conversations because I do think it's something that we need to, to do. We need to allow the lower class to have a, a, a hand so that they can get some of the benefits that the upper class folks enjoy. Okay, that is fine. No, I think some social programs need to exist for society to to flourish. I really do. Um, but I don't think that should be based on the color of your skin. I absolutely do not think that. In 2021, regardless of how much the mainstream media, you know, the, the Democratic Party and those who hope to benefit from it tell you that there is racism in this country and white supremacy exists around every corner, that is all a lie so that people can grift off of you. They want to get you emotionally worked up, okay? The, the truth is, while I'm sure there's racism, okay, it's not to the level that they are selling you. Just like there's no plan. It goes both ways, right? The Q people took advantage of folks who really wanted Trump to win the election and stay in office. They took advantage of you. They took your money. They played on your emotions, and, and they've run off with your money now, right? The other side is you've got these BLM folks and these these individuals who are telling you about systemic racism and they're trying to play off of your emotions so that they can gain wealth and power off of you, but they're not going to do anything that benefits you in the long run. Okay. Because what would benefit you and what would benefit me and what would benefit everybody is maybe to have a hand. Okay. Up. That's what benefits everybody if you need it, but teaching you how to stand up on your own benefits everybody and that's where the social programs should do they should be a crutch they shouldn't be a wheelchair right now we want to we want to build a wheelchair but we should be building people a crutch because if we teach them how to walk they'll be able to walk okay public schools do not teach you listen when i went to public schools okay i never learned how to manage a budget in public schools i never learned how to run a business these are things that should be taught to kids because they're practical and they can be put to use these are things that actually have value and matter, okay? Now, I do believe there's some value in learning science because you need to explore the scientific method. But listen, not everyone needs to take physics. But I think that everyone would learn how to balance, would, would, would benefit from learning how to balance a budget. 
who are told about predatory lending in school. If you're taught these things, you know how to cite them and you'll live a better life. If we learn about family values in school, I know, oh, how controversial. But if you do, you will benefit. This is why I think the number one thing that conservatives can do, I've heard Matt Walsh say it. I think it's dead on. I think it's spot on. The number one things that, that, that conservatives can do to, to start to take back the culture war is to take your damn kids out of public schools. Stop sending your kids to be indoctrinated by the left, okay? That is number one. That is the number one thing, okay? Allow your kids to make decisions for themselves about whether or not they go to college. When I was in high school, and I've told this story before on the show, I'm sure of it. I was told constantly, you have to go to college. You have to go to college. You must go to college. If you don't go to college, you're going to make 10% less than your friends who, who don't go to college who do go to college. So you need to go to college. And the reality is most of my friends that didn't go to college now run their own businesses. They're electricians. They make bank. They make tons of money. Meanwhile, I'm saddled with a bunch of debt because I was constantly told as a kid that I needed to go to college and I believed it. So I have all of this debt that I have to pay off. It's really gotten me nothing. My, my degree benefits me in no way, shape or form in my current job. So I don't understand why I needed to spend $50,000 to get a degree in something I don't even use. And there are many kids like that, right? And the schools, they entice you. The schools entice you with these meaningless degrees that are stuff that you're interested in. And you think, oh, you know, well, I'll take dance. But the reality is dance isn't going to get you much in the real world. It's okay to dream. If you want to be a dancer, that's fine. Dream about it. Do it. But it's not going to gain you anything to take college courses on it. It's really not. You might make some connections, maybe. So I, I'm, I, I know I covered a lot of ground here, but I just think it's been three days that Biden's been in office. And I can already see, once again, the importance of conservatives starting to take back the con culture, conservatives looking at their friends who voted for Biden because they wanted decency and going, oh, is this what you expected? This is the unity and decency that you, you expected when you voted for Biden? But to critically assess the policies that he's pushing down our throats, I mean, he's already passed 17 executive orders on, on like day one and two. I don't even know. Who knows what's coming down the pike? That's more than Trump and Obama and Bush, I think, right out of the gate. So Biden's already using the power of executive orders. He's abusing it, which they claim Trump did. But Biden's doing it at a record pace. And, you know, I don't know how much he's going to be challenged on these things. Because the Republicans that we have in office, for the most part, are pretty terrible. If Mitch McConnell wins re-election, I'll be really shocked. The people who are arguing that Mitch McConnell has done a lot in office are just stupid. And then when you, when you press them on it, they'll throw the judge thing at you. That's the first thing they do is throw the judge's thing. But press them a little harder and they have nothing to, to give back to you. They'll just continue to argue about how important judges are. Remember the election fraud thing? How important are judges? Oh, that's right. Okay, sure, sure. They're going to strip the judiciary of that power, and then all those judges were meaningless. So thanks, Mitch. How about legislation? Did we get any of that? How about defending conservative values? Did we get any of that? How about spending? Did we control that? Oh, no, we didn't. We didn't. Well, that was Trump. Well, yeah, it, sure, it was. But... No one did anything to stop him. If anything, they encouraged more spending. And then the one time that they could have spent money that might have won them Georgia, they didn't do it. 
Then they cared about the budget and the spell. Oh, okay, sure. After they sent a bunch of our money to foreign countries, then they started to care about the budget and spending. Okay, I get it. I get it. That's fair. We just have terrible Republicans in office, which is why we're in the state that we're in, right? You know? I start to look ahead at 2024. I've mentioned Tulsi Gabbard before, and I do think Tulsi's a good bridge candidate. Ron DeSantis, too. It's a good candidate for populism. So you got your left-wing populism if you want Tulsi. You got your right-wing populism for Ron DeSantis. Either way, right? I think that would be more of a populist candidate. I think those would be two individuals who 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 would do some good. Maybe they run together. Wouldn't that be crazy? Oh my gosh. You'd have a left a left-wing person and a right-wing person running on the same ticket, the unity ticket, the unity party. That would be something. I wouldn't hate that. I don't know if it could win, but I wouldn't hate it. You know, the the political climate is so divisive. It's kind of what we need. But at the same time, because the political climate is so divisive, I don't think it, I don't know if it would go anywhere. I mean, again, I'm not a party voter. I'm not somebody who's going to, who's going to run down the line and just vote for my party. So if, if I saw a candidate, like let's say Tulsi Gabbard runs and she's saying all the things that she's saying now, and she's concerned about protecting you know, abortion and not abortion, but pro-life, you know what I mean? She's, she's, she, cause she like honestly came in with some policies that made absolute sense in terms of pro-life movement. And I, I would say that I back that, but if she's not, not just that, but if she's like talking about the American people and we need to, to pass things that help the American people, I, you know, what do you, what do you, you know, how can you can how can you say that's a bad thing? That's that's great. We should keep our eyes on candidates like Tulsi Gabbard, but Ron DeSantis would be would be awesome too. I I would fully support Ron DeSantis if he if he decided to to run. I really would. Uh, but but that's right now. I don't know. Maybe he'll come out and he'll be crazy and he'll say some really ridiculous things or do some really ridiculous things and it'll change my mind. Certainly, I'm open to be to have my mind changed. But guys. That's what we got. That's what we got today. That's the show. Um, You know, I hope you guys have a great weekend. I want to end with this. I know things are dark right now and there's a lot of bad stuff happening and you see these National Guard. I didn't even talk about that. but The National Guard being forced to sleep in the parking garage and even Democrats are like worked up about it or at least pretending to be worked up about it. It's ridiculous. Okay, that is impeachment worthy. That when I see that and Trump, by the way, offered to let them stay at the Trump Hotel, which is great. Just a class act once again. But I'm just awful. Just awful treatment of our troops. But but should we expect any less soon by send them overseas to fight useless wars again? I'm sure it's going to happen. Just 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 wait. But anyways, listen, guys, there's some dark stuff happening. But try and step away from it for a minute this weekend. Try and go do something you enjoy. Have some fun. Take your spouse out. You know, I think. Take your spouse out for a nice dinner. I'm going to I'm going to do that. I'm going to have dinner this weekend. I'm going to um you know go do some things that I think are fun. I think we're going to get out of the house. We need to get out of the house. It's been a, trapped in here. I'm going to go maybe do a board game store and just look around. I like board games. It's kind of one of my hobbies, board games and movies. I collect physical media. So those are two things that that are just hobbies of mine and I think what we're we're just going to go out and look at look at some board games. Go to a board game store, get lost a little bit, find something to play this weekend. 
swoop it up and then play some board games this weekend watch some movies just just have a nice weekend where you don't have to think too much about this stuff try to take time off twitter don't don't stress yourself out over it because it's really not worth it okay it's i promise it's not take time to take care of yourself and take time to spend time with your loved ones and maybe get something done this weekend too that's another thing that's on our you know on the list is i got these windows they're letting a lot of cold air in and i'm going to try and address that issue this weekend get some wedges put in the door just try and seal up the house a little bit because i've noticed some cold air coming in so that's another thing you can do you know just pick a project and start working on it this weekend you might not get it done but that's fine just start just start working on it it's something that you can take your energy and you can take your, your thoughts and you can put it towards that instead of what's going on in the world because you need to check out man we offer our mental mental health would benefit from taking some time off Twitter taking some time off gab taking some time time oh just away from politics in general so please do that um, but again if you like the show share comment subscribe do all the things hope you guys have a great weekend thanks for listening thanks for supporting the show I'll see you guys on Monday <laughs>